Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for his born-again people. Dove Schwartz here with a message I shared at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, our new church plant in Pearland, bordering Houston, Texas. Come visit us sometime at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, where I teach the Bible line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book through the entire Bible. You can learn more at my website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv. And now, let's hear a line upon line teaching from the Lord's Word. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And the first thing I want to do is invite you to church. When was the last time a pastor invited you to church? One is doing so today. If you're in the Houston area, we would love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. You can find out more, all the details. It's in Pearland, Texas. Go to watchtherefore.tv. Watchtherefore.tv and go to our church tab to find out more. We'd love to see you in church this week. Now, I've got a special teaching today. It really is tied in with a nice testimony of the Lord of why we have our ministry blessing Israeli believers. You know, we're watching for the Savior to come for us. He said, watch therefore and be ready. The way we get, stay, get, stay ready is by giving the bread of life, Messiah Jesus, to others. Yes, our Lord Jesus was born in a town called Bethlehem, Bethlehem, house of bread. He's the bread of life. He told the apostle Peter, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. We watch for his coming and give others the bread of life, Jesus. And some marching orders for that, Romans 1.16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes to the Jew first and then to the nations. So I've got a nice verse-by-verse teaching from Romans 15, 26 and 27, tied with a testimony of how, why we have this ministry blessing Israeli believers. And so I had been going to Israel for many years. My mother lived in Israel until she graduated from Israel to heaven. And uh, I would meet with friends of hers and then other new friends who were Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. So in around the year 2002-ish, maybe a little earlier than that, I was introduced to this precious couple in Jerusalem, and they shared something with me I just didn't know, and maybe you've never heard of this either, that the two primary household name in Christian homes organizations that collect money from Christians to give in Israel, none of that money through those organizations goes to Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. And this precious couple, they were helping giving poor saints, believers in Messiah in Jerusalem, giving them food and other humanitarian aid, urgent, necessary resources. They were taking donations from Christians in the nations. And they shared this verse with me I never understood until I listened to that testimony. Here it is, Romans 15, 26. And 27, for it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who were in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, 
Their duty is also to minister to them in material things. And, and, and so this precious couple, husband and wife, believers in Messiah in Jerusalem, were telling me how believers in Messiah Jesus, there's so many who are poor, and it's because it's very expensive to live in Israel. The cost of living is so very high. And, and just for an example, a gallon of gas there is uh, anywhere between 7 and $8 a gallon, a gallon. And everything costs so much. And there's such poverty in Israel. The, the, the poverty line, it's very high, the percentage of people who live under the poverty line. And so it is with many uh, believers there in Jerusalem and beyond all over Israel. And, and, and they told me about what I shared at the beginning of this program, that there's two big organizations that take money from Christians and the, and the believers in the land don't see any of that money. And, uh, and, and so they showed this verse to me. Look at this. These churches in the nations in Macedonia and Achaia, Paul is writing to, uh, he, or writing about, actually. He's, he's saying they understood that the gospel came from the Jewish people and the scriptures came from the Jewish people and even the Messiah himself. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the root and offspring of David. He says about himself, this resurrected Savior speaks of himself. Revelation 22, 16, he says he's the root and offspring of David, right? And, and, and so he is a Jewish man. Now, of course, he's God the Son, the only begotten Son of God. But he came into, into humanity to save humanity, to live a sinless life and die on the cross for our sins and rise from the grave. Hallelujah. He did that, coming into humanity through the line of Judah as an Israeli man. And have you ever heard people tell you, well, Jesus was a Jew? Oh, dear friends, it's not that Jesus was a Jew. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is a Jew. That passage I quoted from Revelation 22 a moment ago, oh, that's the resurrected Savior who is returning to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem as the King of the Jews, the King of the nations, the King of the universe. He said all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. He's going to demonstrate and manifest that authority as the son of David sitting on David's throne in Jerusalem when he returns. And so these churches in Macedonia and Achaia, they understood this and they contributed. They donated to the poor among the saints in Jerusalem, the city of the great king, Jesus. They did this with the understanding of these things, that they had a spiritual debt that they owed to the Jewish people, right? And the way that they respected that and honored that was helping the saints in Jerusalem with material things. And so that was just the beginning of my journey to understand that we needed a ministry that would do this and, and here's part of that greater understanding of my journey that I learned. You ready? This is so powerful. This ministry of Romans 15 and 26 and 27 went out of existence for almost 2,000 years as the Jewish people were kicked out of the land of Israel. The Lord scattered them according to the Moses covenant. Yes, 
but he's regathered them according to the Abraham covenant and the David covenant and the new covenant. And now that ministry that was out of existence is back and we get to walk in it and participate. Excuse me a moment. Hallelujah. So what we've learned to say when I say we, there's a ministry partner I have named John McTurnan, a very special brother in the Lord. He walked through some of this with me. I began to introduce him to some of my Israeli-believing friends, not only in Jerusalem, but as time went by, all over Israel. And I introduced this passage to him and this testimony I'm sharing with you and other passages that I'll share at another time. And he and I, John McTurnan and myself, co-founded a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. We exist to uniquely, to uniquely bless and empower Israeli followers of Messiah Jesus to be the shining light to Israel and the nations of the world. And we understood because of these times we're in and the significance of this being out of existence and now back for us today that this is an, apo an apostolic, prophetic, end times opportunity of a ministry. Why is it apostolic? Well, these are the writings of the Apostle Paul, Romans 15, 26, and 27. Why is it prophetic? Because it's all in the context of the prophets who said, God will bring the Jews back from the nations of the world and physically rebirth Israel. The earth will shake, culminating with the events of the tribulation. Then he will return, this Savior and King, Son of David, to spiritually birth Israel in the new birth. All of Israel who survives the tribulation will receive Jesus as Lord and be saved. Yes, which makes it also an end times ministry. It's an apostolic, prophetic, end times ministry that we get to participate in. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. You can learn more about it by going to watchtherefore.tv. Watchtherefore.tv, you'll find out about blessing Israeli believers there. But let me look at this verse with you again. You ready? For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in material things. So, hallelujah. Here's a nice line upon line, uh, verse by verse, 26 and 27, Romans 15, reason to participate. We today can partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Jesus. We're doing that by blessing Israeli believers. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first, 
with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember, today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. If you're in the Houston area, join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And the title of the program is from our Savior's words in Matthew 24. He said, Watch Therefore. Be ready. You don't know the hour of the day your Lord is coming. Coming to take us back to that place He's been preparing for us in the rapture. And he gives the analogy of two servants. One is a faithful, wise, blessed servant who's watching for the master to return and giving the others their food in due season. Jesus, our Lord, is the bread of life. He was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. He told Peter, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. So how do we do that? Well, we look at Romans 1.16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of for salvation for everyone who believes to the Jew first and then to the nations, to the Greek, to the nations. And so blessing Israeli believers is our to the Jew first ministry. But look what our Savior Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And what is the end of the age? 
It's when King Jesus returns to sit on the throne of David. It won't be the times of the Gentiles ruling over Israel anymore. It will be the day of the Lord. And, and that's what the next age is. And we're right bumping up against it, folks. So what should we do? We should take the gospel and discipleship to the nations. All authority has been given to our great risen Savior Jesus. And he's resurrected when he's saying this in Matthew 28. All authority has been given to him by our Father in heaven, in heaven and on earth. So we should listen to what he says. He says to go and make disciples. Those who deny themselves take up their cross and follow Jesus. Those who are fishers of men, Jesus the Lord said, those who follow me, yeah, are fishers of men. He said, come follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. These are disciples of Messiah Jesus. Yes, he says to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the true and living God, and to teach them God's word, to teach them God's word. Yes, and he's with us always, even to the end of this age. And, and that's why we have this Watch Therefore television broadcast, radio, and podcast as well. And we also have a ministry called Poured Out for the Nations. And I've been in 10 African countries with the gospel and discipleship since about 2006. I've been to Ethiopia. And here's the order, as I, as I can remember, best I can remember, this is the order in which I've gone to these countries and have peppered in trips at different times to some of these countries. But in terms of my initial visits, uh, the first time was Ethiopia, then Kenya, then Rwanda, then the Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, these are in Eastern and Central East South Africa. Then over to Ghana and West Africa, Senegal in West Africa, Burkina Faso in West Africa, and then back over to Central Eastern Africa, again to Burundi, and then into Uganda, and then back over to West Africa, Africa again, Nigeria. And we have partners in many of these countries who are partnering with us with this Watch Their Four message. Get ready for the coming of the Lord and take the gospel and discipleship out. Obeying Matthew 28 there in Africa. Oh, we've seen thousands saved by our Savior Jesus. We've reached probably around a couple thousand pastors in pastors' conferences and in church meetings. Yes, we have a Watch Therefore uh, ministry team in Rwanda that's crisscrossing Rwanda, and that's where we do these pastors' conferences, and, and I go in and do gospel outreaches there, and they also do as well in my absence while I'm here doing this work. And we have church meetings. That team does church meetings, and when I'm there, I go and do church meetings. Recently, here's a nice testimony. We did a pastor's conference. I was on Zoom here in this studio. Yeah, my producer and myself, my producer is my son, and we would get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And this particular time we did as well. We got up at 4 o'clock in the morning because the conference started at 5 a.m., which is 1 p.m. in Burundi, the neighboring country of Rwanda. Our Watch Therefore ministry team went over there and set everything up, and we had about 100 pastors at that conference. 
and it was so very special. The Spirit of the Lord was with us, and so many were blessed. And these were some of the more influential churches in Burundi. And, and think of this for a moment. We have a network of thousands of churches there in Rwanda, in Burundi. Now Uganda has opened up. There's a special bishop who is uh, kind of presiding over about 900 churches, many of which he, he's planted there. Yes, and he's saying, please come, bring this Watch Therefore message. Come preach the gospel and help make disciples in our churches. And I just got a text recently from the leader of our Watch Therefore Ministries team in Africa, and he said, Tanzania is opening up now, and they're asking us to come. And I want to share another testimony. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, we similar, similarly did a pastor's conference there. And the pastor that hosted it, he, he was so blessed by a previous pastor's conference he was at that he said, I want others from our church, not just pastors, to come. And many from the church came. And six of those realized they weren't yet saved. I had this unction. Normally, I don't preach the gospel for, and call for people to get saved at a pastor's conference. But in this one, I did. And six people from this pastor's church stood up, came forward, and prayed to receive Jesus as Lord. Lord willing, we're planning special mission trips for this year, 2023. Uh, we're prayerfully planning a trip to the Democratic Republic of Congo again in Kinshasa, a city of 14 million people. We have special partners there who are pastors. And my translator, there's a very godly special man with whom we pastor prayerfully and financially monthly. And, uh, and, and as well, we're planning an introductory trip to Uganda. I've been to Uganda before, but never working with this particular pastor. And we're looking to see, Lord, what, what do you want us to do? How do we get to all these precious souls? And our Watch Therefore Ministries team can do a lot of the work when I'm not there. Folks, do you hear these opportunities? Oh, what an incredible blessing. And, and maybe you're watching today as our time is, is winding up here. And you might say, I've never really been saved. Let me ask you, has your heart been changed? Was there a time you recognized you needed to be forgiven by God for your sins? And, and that you, you sensed it, that you should cry out to the Lord. And he began to open your eyes and show you, yes, you're in trouble. You need, you need the Lord to save you. And you realize that Jesus, the Lord, died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and on the third day. He rose again. And you cried out to him to be saved. And he changed your heart. He sent his Holy Spirit to live in you that was taken away from Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And you were born again. Has that really happened to you? Because if not, you need to be born again to see the kingdom of God, our Savior, Jesus said. And if you're not born again, you'll go to hell and then the lake of fire in torment forever. And God loves you. It's so unnecessary for you to go there. What do you need to do to be saved? Repent today. Begin to change your mind about your sins and about who's the God of your life, you or him. And, and cry out to Jesus the Lord. Believe that he died on the cross and rose again. He did this to pay for your sins and give you everlasting life. What do you need to do? Call upon his name now. Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm ready to turn from my ways and follow you, Lord Jesus. I believe in you, Lord, to save me. And if you do that, he'll do that. He'll save you today. There's a free brochure we'd like to send you, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Contact us, please, and let us send that to you. And for everyone who's watching, remember to watch their form. Be ready. 
Hallelujah. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. If you would like this program to stay on the air, please consider financially partnering with this radio ministry. You can do so at our website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv or by post, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588, which you can also find on our website. Again, if you're in the Houston area, join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 1030 and Wednesday evening at 630. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready.